tryouts again. I want somebody to give me that answer. Somebody, speak up. When you woke up this morning, what else? When you started training, young men, your tryout started when you took your first breath. Welcome to episode 16 of a different basketball podcast brought to you by Dr. Dish, one of the best shooting products on the market. Develop your skills at a rapid pace and get a ton of shots up in a short amount of time. Uh, TBL has a huge combine coming up in Cleveland, Ohio this Saturday, October 17th. If you think you got what it takes, come on out. I have David Magley in the car with me right now. David, do you have anything good to say? No, we actually have two great combines this weekend. The 17th in Cleveland, the 18th in Columbia, South Carolina. We, today we have an episode with Prescott Mack of the Dallas Skyline. We had a lot of fun. Um, you know, these guys pretty, still haven't figured out how to do the speed round yet. I haven't mixed up my questions. So if any if any future listeners or, or future uh, podcast guests want to listen in and, and hopefully beat that 16 record, that'd be great. But without further ado, let's get to our conversation with Prescott. Yo, man. Hey, how's it going? Appreciate you for having me, Jordan. I just not realized you got the TBL hat on. That's pretty. Yeah, I had to put on the, this. I really wear this hat like every other day. So, <laughs> I gotta get. I gotta get me one. I gotta get me one. I finally got some TBL gear. Last, finally, last week you should have got, you got yours. The you should have been one of the first to get it. No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm scrounging, man. We're, we're gonna the, the the time is coming. We're gonna get some big time gears at some point. Oh, for sure. We're gonna, we're gonna get we're gonna get big time gear. Yeah, shout right. out to Infinity Apparel though. They they give us some quality stuff. So I love oh, Infin- yeah. I love everything they put out. So hopefully we get some like freebies pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Those are uh the guy that runs it's a great dude and and yeah, they, they do a good job. He he designed your guys' jerseys last year. I liked yeah. I like I think you guys' jerseys was my favorite outside of maybe Indies. Yeah, I mean, I I like the design of it, but you couldn't tell because like it had the skyline going across, but when the players took their jerseys in, you can't see the skyline. Mm-hmm. So like the design is perfect, but like you know when we didn't think it through as far as when you wear it because the skyline's at the bottom of the jersey and you can't see it when the guys took it in. But I I like them. Um, you know, I'm excited for our new alternates that we're designing. So um, yeah, big things coming. Are you gonna? Are you? Is it like? Could you like raise it up like on the kind of close to the torso area, maybe the skyline? Kinda, but it's still like when they tuck it in, it's like literally at the bottom. Um, I have I have one in my closet right now, but it's literally at the bottom. Um, and when they tuck it in, you could you could untuck it a little bit. You know how you can like tuck all the way down and then pull it up. Right. You can still see like maybe the top of the t- the skyline, but it's not. You don't get the full effect of it. So we'll we'll get it fixed though. So you guys will have some nice swag, man. Yeah. This season will be some nice swag. But I, I think a cra- congratulations is in order uh, hiring Angela Weathers. I think that was huge. You know, how do you feel about um, the hiring of her? And what's your relationship with her? Man, humble, first of all. Just the the fact that she um, even was willing. Um, a lot of people don't know the backstory, but, you know, I, I actually played once upon a time. And she was my trainer when I was playing. And, um and she's just it's all this has just come full circle to to be back working with her. I'm also by trade. I'm a sports agent and people don't know, like when I came out of school, um, Angela, actually, as my internship, she she wasn't an agent before I came out of school. But she used her name because of her influence in the business and created Angela Davison Group um, and basically let me run it. And that was like my internship as um 
a sports agent and how I got my feet wet. And um, then the rest is history. And so she she just has always created a platform for the for the kids that she was um, training and she was mentoring when when we were in high school. Um, she's always created a platform for us to you know, go for our dreams. And then now that this dream has come true and for her to be a part of it is amazing. Yeah. I spoke with her last week. She's uh she's super excited. Um, you know, she's uh super smart. We talked for about 20 minutes on the phone. Um, but you know, she's really excited. And, and, uh, you know, for some reason I, I told her the same thing, but she was like, yeah, she was talking just mad crap about you. And I was like, Hey, come on, you know, you, <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you doing? No, she loves you, man. <laughs> she put me, she put me on the line so much when I was a kid, I, I ran, I probably was in the best shape playing for her. <laughs> I ran so much. <laughs> Let, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, your sports agent career. I was reading uh, kind of your bio. So you facilitated in seven years, $1.2 million mm-hmm. in deals. Yeah. Well, you know, cumulative, like, and what they, you know, what my players have made, I didn't make 1.2 million, but over seven years. Yeah. I've had um, several big deals, a, a few um, really career um, igniting deals. Um, and a lot of my deals have been behind the scenes with, with, you know, different, NBA prospects that are that are that have gone overseas to to you know continue their careers after they you know couldn't get a job in the NBA and um, different deals for for smaller um, players that maybe have shouldn't have signed a big deal but they got they got that opportunity because of some connections I made and then of course just the traditional like being able to get my player signed and they signed for thirty to forty thousand um, for the season or sometimes. 60 to 70. And then it just adds up to about 1.2 million, um, over seven years. So it really is not a lot, but it's, it's cool to say. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is cool to say. I think, I think anytime you can help somebody be better, I think that's, uh, that makes you better too. So, um, actually I watched this thing on Netflix with doc rivers in 2008. Um, when they won the championship, there's this, this term they use, it's called Mbutu and it's like a African way of life. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing is, have you ever heard of it? No. Okay, so Mbutu is so they'd always so when when Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce are all playing, they, that's what they'd break it down. They'd say Mbutu on three. So all it is is it means uh, you know if if you're better, I'm better. Right. Which I thought was really cool. So you know, uh, like for example, if if uh, Doc Rivers came on the plane and he had food, and it was just for him, Tony Allen would be like, "Hey man, you're not you're not following Mbutu. You got to bring food for everybody." Yeah, you know stuff like that. So you know, I thought that was, I think that's that's pretty cool. Um, cool. Sidetracked, but I will cool. say, yeah, they did, you know, what, what do you think of that? Maybe that's your guys' slogan for this next year. Yeah, I, that's up to Angela, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, I like it. I like that. I like that. That I didn't know that that was a thing, and that's kind of it. It's cool because that's how I see being a sports agent. Like whenever when I sports agent being a sports agent is my dream job. So. Um, part of my motivation is I have like a responsibility to, to help your childhood dream come true. Like a a lot of us basketball players have dreamed of playing pro basketball since we were, um, you know, kids. And so I'm like a a channel to help that dream come true when you're, when I'm a sports as a sports agent. So, um, that that's literally the case. If you're better than I'm better. So, um, I only make is I only make a fraction of what my clients make um, individually. So, you know, if, if the more money they make, the more money I make. And so 
um, the better they are, their careers are, the better my careers are. So that's like a spot on mindset. So I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it. Um, so I've been <laughs> trying to look it up. So I've been, I don't know how to spell it. But when I figure it out, I'll I'll text you. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit about how you got into the sports agent career. I know we talked a little bit about it, um, but kind of touch on that and, and how you uh, how that's kind of been a a family thing and, and this has been in the works for a long time. Uh, yeah. So like I said, it's, it's my dream job. And, um, you know, early on, I would say maybe I was maybe 16. Um, I had a little cousin, um, by the name of Taja Gocher. He played for Texas tech and, um, he was about 14 and, you know, we, early on, we could tell that he was going to be a star. Um, he was going to be a pro and I wasn't. Um, and so, um, the goal, but the goal was still to be able to play college ball for me. So we decided very early on that, um, Hey, you know, I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna try to, you know, try to play college ball, but mainly my focus is going to be to become a sports agent. And then by the time you graduate, if you go four years, by the time you graduate, I would have been an agent for about two years during that two years. I need to really establish myself so I can represent you. Well, um, we both did what we were supposed to do. We never came together as like agent client, um, but we both, you know, set out that goal and he he did phenomenal at Texas Tech and did what he needed to do to become a pro. Um, I think he's in Montenegro now. Um, and then I did what I needed to do become to become an agent. And so um, that's kind of we like this was something that was kind of in the works from the time we were 16. And a lot of times when you sit when you're sitting in the in the driveway after playing like two on two or one on one or whatever. And you're talking and making dreams and making plans. It doesn't always happen that way, but ours, our dreams did. And so, um, you know, we give, you know, first of all, honor to God for it, but we also worked really extremely hard to get where we are now. I, I do have a question to ask. Um, so I asked Daniel green, the same question. Daniel's a, a sports agent in Miami, mm -hmm. his cousin's Torian. Mm -hmm. So obviously Torian played at a little higher level than Daniel did. And, and so did your cousin. But right. I asked Daniel, I said, well, you know, who wins one-on-one -on -one and what's the record for the whole, you know, if you guys are at a family cookout and you guys are playing one-on-one, -on -one, you know, who's winning or what's the Daniel told me that he's undefeated against Torian. Yeah. But I haven't, you know, I haven't asked Torian yet, so I can't, I can't figure it out. But what, what's the record between you and your cousin? Um, I honestly don't know the record. I know we we played. I have two cousins. I have a um, one that that also played in China that had a little less um, glorified college career, even high school career. So it was three of us, and I'm the smallest one. I'm five ten. They're both six four, and so. I, but I'm the bully. I'm the oldest one, and I'm the bully, and I we go at it. Um, I, I think I've played against my cousin Walter a lot more one-on-one -on -one than I have Todrick, but um, Todrick is a shooter and he doesn't miss. And it's tough. It's tough to beat him. However, when it comes to like handling the ball and like savviness and getting to the basket. So if we're playing like 21, it's going to be like, it's going, I'm a win out of five. I'm a win three. <laughs> I'm a win three because I'm not, I'm e either I'm going to either they're going to just keep shooting. The ones they're going to win is they're going to keep shooting from the outside. Um, and we haven't played in a long time, but they're going to keep shooting from the outside, but I'm a really good defender. So as soon as I get the ball, it's, it's a wrap because I'm getting, I'm going to get to the basket and I'm going to score somehow. And I'm going to play harder than them because 
they might not have always played hard against me because I was so small, but I'm going to play harder than them. I'm a pest. So what, what you're telling me is you'll, you'll win. So that's, that's good. I'll win for sure. Okay. Make sure you, make sure you send your cousins this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let, let's get to some TBL stuff. I do want to touch on uh, the Dallas Skyline. So I watched you guys play in Dayton last year. Um, you know, I, I was I was impressed with your squad. You had a couple big name players, um, had a couple guys that could really really get it go. You know, kind of talk about that squad from last year, and and then uh, you know talk about the future plans that you got for this this upcoming season. I know we're a little bit of ways away, but yeah. it's always nice to kind of have an idea of what of what you want to do. Now you don't have to d- dive any other information that, that you don't want to get into, right. but I am curious to see what you think. Yeah, well, that that game in particular that you saw is it shows the resiliency of that team. Um, we had a three game road trip that game or that that um, that weekend. We had just finished playing Jamestown pre- that night, and we were so we were in Jamestown, New York. We played at seven thirty. Our game finished around like nine thirty. We had to eat and get on the road to head to Ohio that night um, because. Um, our game got moved up on Saturday that next day to 12 p.m. So our guys had to play without sleeping, and we still won that game. And so um, our our like they were just dogs, man. We had some dogs on our team that just had all the grit and um and tenacity that you can ask for from a professional basketball team. It, it we had like that Miami Heat type type roster where it was any at any given night anybody can go off um we all they all were going to play defense they all were going to hustle and scrap and they're all dogs and so um the fact that they had to win a, a really close tough game the night before and then had to drive five hours to ohio um maybe get an hour nap and then had to play again and still win and play at a high level was was crazy they neither of them none of them have probably done that since the aau days um and so that was a big that was a big time weekend for us yeah i thought you guys really did play hard um you know i was impressed with with how well you guys played as a team um you know because you know in tbl you really don't get a a lot of time to practice you know right right before you you start to play but you know i think the coach did a really good job of of having those guys buy in and and a Mm -hmm. lot of those players are obviously very, very experienced. So, um, you know, actually one kid from Dayton who is from my area in Indianapolis, he went to Pike, Sean Johnson, he had like 40 or 50 that game. And so, yeah. um, and then, you, yeah, he, yeah, he, he got him up, but you guys, you guys got the win. So that's all that matters. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see. So, you know, I always ask uh, all, all the, all the owners and, and GMs and coaches this question, you know, if I want to play for the Dallas skyline, you know, what, what do I have to do as a player to get in? Are you connected with other agents? Are you bringing in for for combines? Are you from the Dallas area? You know how how does that process look? Yeah, we um we I like to say we have a really good eye. Um, clearly, we had a really talented team last season, and Angela's um, basketball. She's a basketball savant, so her basketball knowledge and her eye for talent is through the roof. And I think mine is also like, and we we know value. Um, when we see player a player and we don't it doesn't have to necessarily be in a full five on five or anything like that. But we want to see you. Nobody misses in a highlight. So sending us film 
is not going to necessarily put you over the top to try to get signed with us. If we see you at a TBL combine or at one of our tryouts um, and you play well, um, and even if you don't play well, we can tell if you can play regardless of if you have a good day or bad day that that particular day. So I don't think like one day is going to, you know, control your future. Um, but we're looking for we want to see you because we we also want to use the discernment to, to decide whether you're a fit culture wise as well. So we're trying to I know Angela um, and I have discussed trying to build a, a good culture this season um, and, and figure out what it means to be a part of Dallas skyline. And so that culture, we know it when we see it. And so we want to see you. So that's the, I would say the biggest way to get signed by us is um, let us see you. Um, We travel. I just got back from Cincinnati, Ohio to uh, watch a camp with the Atlanta empire, Owensboro uh, thoroughbreds and Indy express and the Columbus Condors at their camp at Road to, Road to 21. So I, I just popped up. I was in town, so I popped up to watch players there. And so I'm always looking for talent. I'm all, I'm never afraid to get on a plane and look for talent. Um, Mr. Magley, our president, is always, you know, out and about. And I trust his, um, his eye just as much. So if he calls me and says, hey, I just had this kid come to the TBL combine. You should check him out. You should bring him to Dallas, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's I'm going to trust that as well. So we're always looking for talent, but we want to see it with our own eyes. We don't want to watch a highlight film. Um, you're not going to put your misses in a highlight. You're not going to put your turnovers in a highlight. So that doesn't give us a full scope of who you are. And then we want to know what type of person you are as well. So I think that's great. I think that's good to, um, you know, get, get to know guys. I know like NBA scouts are kind of doing that too. And, um, you know, trying to figure out what they're actually like and, and what their personalities are. Uh, what, what's the number one quality that you look for in a, in a player outside of outside of their basketball game? You know, personality wise, what, what's the quality that, that you want? Uh, if you could just pick one. If I could choose one quality, it would have to be um, humility, um, just being being humble, um, being able to empathize with with people and. Um, and being selfless. So just that humility um, and everything that comes with it, that would be the first thing um, we'd look for. I love that. I think that's great. Um, What type of community engagement events are are you holding in Dallas? You know, obviously pre COVID, uh, you know, you know, TBL is huge community stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's kind of the mission. So, you know, what, what events are you holding or or what are are your players doing to kind of help that initiative? Man, I'm excited about this one because last year we we kind of dropped the ball on doing a lot of community things. But this year, like October is going to be a crazy busy um, uh, month with community and the rest of this year period. So we have um, the we have a voter registration event on on October 5th um, that we're doing with Power Hands. Um, if anybody knows who Power Hands is, they're the little gloves that help football players and basketball players like handle the ball better. Um, so voter registration event, October 5th, um, October 25th, we have a, uh, October 25th and October 31st, we're doing a COVID testing, um, to help, you know, people get, uh, tested for COVID if, and, and help tests be readily available for people so they can find out if they're sick or not. Um, we had October 30th, we have, um, a carnival that we're doing with a, a Christian school here. Um, there's another one. Uh, November 1st, we're doing our first golf tournament 
And so we'll be announcing that today. Uh, uh, November 22nd, we have our, our second tryout. But then I think that weekend we are doing a turkey drive. Um, and then December 3rd, we're doing toys. We're, we partner with Toys for Tots and taking donations for toys for kids, um, underprivileged kids to get their uh, to get Christmas presents and things like that and toys. And so we are, we are booming now. Um, we're trying to stay in the community as much as we can, um, and do, and I'm probably forgetting something cause I know we have something every weekend in October and I I'm forgetting one thing, but, um, every, I mean, we are, we are excited and we are, um, moving to into our community, um, trying to make sure we leave a stamp and people know that, dealing with Dallas skyline we're we're here to help no matter what man that's great man you guys are doing a whole bunch uh am i gonna get the invite to the golf tournament hey no? come on yeah you this is your invite right here come come through let's let's see i got i got kokomo's october 15th and then wait wait yours is gonna be november 1st november 1st yeah it'll it'll be way warmer in dallas than it will be here so for sure yeah wait, wait what day is that is that a friday or saturday it is a I don't know. Let me look. Let's it look, is yeah. a um Sunday. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. I may have to, I may have to be there. I don't know how far the trip is from Indy to Dallas, but I'll make that drive. It's like ten hours. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. It's not. Yeah. I, not I, I, I used to drive to Atlanta all the time. It's the, the ten good hours. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat that, man. Ten hours in a car, I, you know, it gets I have to call gotta a lot have, of people. Got to have your playlist right. Got to have my playlist right, man. I'm a big podcast guy. Oh yeah, well that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I listen. I listen to my own voice all, all day long. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's the worst. But I, I this is my favorite part of the show. Uh, this is a speed round. Do you know what the speed round is? I don't. But oh, let's find out. So it's it's you get one minute. You get to answer as many questions as possible. Uh, the record okay. is 16. Okay. Okay, so these are kind of either tailored to you or um, you know we got we got some mix them up questions in there too. Uh, Evelyn got three or four, <laughs> so if you can do better than that, you know you, you'd be all right. Um, she did great the second time though. You Let's ready? Do Let's do it. What's your favorite place to eat in Dallas? Shoot, Rudy's Chicken. Favorite part of TBL? The owners. Favorite gym in Dallas? Sportsplex. What's your favorite gym in the whole country? Frisco Fieldhouse. That was that was a dumb question because that's in Dallas. Frisco Fieldhouse. <laughs> what is your favorite place to visit? Uh, Australia, Sydney, Australia. Best best basketball game you've ever seen. <sighs> Texas Tech versus Baylor. What is your favorite movie genre? Comedy. Favorite book? Um, shoot. To Kill a Mockingbird. Favorite fruit? Strawberry. Favorite candy bar? Um, Snickers. Time. Let's see. You got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Not bad. 
Man. Not bad with the 10. Not bad that, at all. Um, that gym got me because I thought of Frisco Fieldhouse after I said the Sportsplex, and, and it, both of them are in Dallas. And so, ugh. It's tough. Oh, tough. <laughs> it's tough. I appreciate all the listeners coming on the pod today. Uh, thanks again, Prescott, for coming on. Uh, big sponsor coming up here soon to, to announce, so stay tuned for that. Um, thanks again. Appreciate it.